if you're late on board the X-Men movies, uh, they're about 10 deep now. Um, the first three came out oh, 15 years ago, maybe, the start of the whole series. And all the way through, there's been one overriding character that has grabbed the attention more than any other. And that's Wolverine, uh, played by Hugh Jackman. He's always been the oddball, but also like the, um, the Clint Eastwood of the franchise. And um, the first two films were great. The third one was underrated. And then it uh, rebooted with another two decent ones. And then another pretty... Actually, it wasn't pretty bad, the last one that came out last year. It was an abomination. It was the worst of all of them. And alongside that, uh, the Wolverine movies weirdly sort of didn't seem to do a lot the first one came out and was kind of panned i didn't dislike it that much to be honest i thought leaf uh leaf schreiber was very good in that and the second one i think was called the wolverine set in japan was again quite weird and odd but when it all stacks up i think uh, jackman's maybe 10 turns in 10 different movies as the wolverine must surely outstrip any of the other comic book characters as far as the amount of movies uh he's returned with a james mangold directed movie who hasn't always got a very good track record as a director he's done night and day which was terrible um he did the wolverine which was average and walked the line which was very good um so not everything he's done has been great um but he's got quite long he did 310 to humor if you can remember that and i did kind of like that it was kind of a, a good revisionist western uh, this time around, it's set um, in it's it's an incredibly different film to any other comic book adaptation that I've seen. Um, it's set in 2029, and basically Wolverine is now a very sickly-looking chauffeur driver, limo driver, and he is living in a compound in the middle of nowhere, where he is with a couple of uh, well, one guy at least who's played by remarkably Stephen Merchant from Ricky Gervais's best friend uh, from The Office uh, well he was in uh, The Office a couple of times but he was in extras as his manager a lot and very good friends with Ricky Gervais he turns up and they're both looking over Charles Xavier again played by Patrick Stewart this time around he's a highly enfeebled possibly Alzheimer's and extremely uh confused person with uh, moments of lucidity and lots of moments of sadness a very pathetic and touching character this time around logan is a very embittered embattled and broken individual it's a pretty depressing start to a movie it's a very bleak one uh, there's not a lot of light to it and that really is the tone of the whole movie um, from that point on, a Spanish lady comes to find him and try and get his protection because he's hiding. There's virtually no mutants left on Earth and he's in hiding and he's hiding uh, Charles Xavier uh, to keep him away from the government and these shadowy forces. And the Spanish lady's got a little girl with her who's mute, doesn't say a word, looks very scarily intense. And um, he wants, she wants him to take her to Eden, which is this sort of make-believe place where the remaining mutants all live in this Garden of Eden sort of place. And he refuses continually. And eventually this um, shadowy corporation uh, led by Boyd Holbrook, who's an actor I've got up and down with. He was terrible, I think, in the first series of Narcos, but actually quite good in the second. Um, he turns up and he's basically, we want this girl. 
The story itself, even though the film is a very, very different take on the whole superhero genre, the story itself couldn't be more rote. It's basically um, uh, Charles Xavier, Wolverine, and this little girl travelling across in a road trip where they're evading capture, which is about as rote as you can get to get to this kind of place where they're going to. But it's a very, very good film. Um, it's, it, its story might be very, very trite, um, but it's not really a story-based film. It's much more of a character-based film, and its biggest star is, funnily enough, the director, um, I feel, alongside the three mains, played by Stuart Jackman, and uh, a real a breakout role for Daphne Keane, who's hardly been in anything, English-Spanish, uh, 11-year-old. Um, the director actually handles a great movie by pacing revelation after revelation with each character and it's much more of a character study and it's learning about what has happened to each character and, and why they are who they are and he manages to pace it perfectly first you get the revelations about the girl and then about Wolverine and then about is it Professor X I've lost track now of, of Charles Xavier Professor X I can't even remember um, and he handles that all the way through the film and it sort of builds up this hugely complex portrait of these characters and there's a lot in it that's really sad and really touching the violence level is off the charts I haven't seen any of the Marvel films or any of the X-Men movies even if they're Marvel but any of the Avengers group of films or any of the X-Men group of films even probably Deadpool which was R-rated I haven't seen a level of violence like this one. This was apparently Jackman took a wage cut so that he could have an R-rated finale for Logan. And the violence is brutal, absolutely astonishingly brutal. And on the flip side, it's probably the most touching and sentimental of all of the films put together. Um, it's mainly like, I mean, Wolverine's relationship with uh, the Patrick Stewart character, Professor X, is absolutely touching. And uh, Professor, I think it's one of the best Patrick Stewart performances I've seen. He actually goes through, it's a really hard performance, because he goes through a lot of different things that aren't very pleasant, such as being a bit crazy through Alzheimer's for a start, not really having always lucidity, having lucidity which then brings incredible guilt and sadness as to this alluded to thing that's happened in the past which has made them go on the wrong. Basically, he's a very dangerous person now because he's got enormous mental powers, but he's losing his faculties, so he can't control them, and it causes a great deal of chaos. There's, like I said, nothing to the story, but that main three of Jack, Hugh Jackman's absolutely superb here. He's kind of in the uh, Clint Eastwood, Unforgiven sort of era role. He's so stoic but broken like he just seeps emotion even though he's not speaking and the relationship between him and Daphne Keane who goes through several stages she's completely mute for part of the film she's then very convincingly Spanish and then she's quite convincingly English because she is actually half English half Spanish so she handles all of the different elements really really well and she's obviously a star for the future so I thought that Logan was absolutely superb it was different to any other superhero film I've seen. Deadpool was called different to every other superhero film, but I thought it was pretty rubbish. I thought it just had a lot of jokes, rude jokes, and they got really tiring quite quickly. I felt that this was like a really... This was reminding me a little bit more of John Wick-style films. Everything's quite depressive and dark, 
lots of violence. In fact, it almost reminded me a tiny bit of Rogue One, where, where that was such a bleak film when it came down to it, and it wasn't a lot of light in that story either. So I thought this was a really good way to go out for both Patrick Stewart and uh, for Hugh Jackman to retire Wolverine. Um, and it's not giving away anything because they've both been very public about the fact that this movie is the end for those characters. This has got great ballet-style action, and if you've got a weak stomach, I wouldn't go near it because it's far, far more violent than any of the other X-Men film, and it's far more adult as well. Um, it's e even in tone, even in the uh, even in the sort of emotional machinations of of what the characters are bringing to the table and and the way that they're sort of revealing themselves and their thoughts and it's all, all very heavy adult stuff so i really liked it i think this is uh, probably the best james mangold film i've certainly seen for a very long time and it's a cut above the other two wolverine films and it's certainly three times as good as the last x-men movie there wouldn't be many out of those 10 movies i would say were better if any so logan i'm going to give eight and a half out of ten it seems simple on the surface, but it delivers really well, and it delivers in a very satisfying emotional way, as well as an action way. So, Logan, eight and a half.